Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 213, I can get it right this week, on Monday the 10th of December 2012. I am your host Stephen Layton and today we will be carrying on the Christmassy theme. Um, so much so, last night we had the Has Been Christmas Do, more later. And I'm struggling a little with my voice because I've got a lot of shouting and I had a little bit of a cold and the two have not worked out well. Um, but let's get on with this and let's move on to the news! So, classes have gone so well. Uh, so well that we've had to put on extra dates. Uh, but when they're gone, they're gone, and we're not sure when we're going to do the next one. So do not hang about if you want to do the brew classes. Uh, I, I'm amazed at how popular they've been. Thank you very, very much. Um, yeah, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun doing those. And on a similar topic, gift vouchers again, super well supported. Good for you, lot. Um, lots of subscriptions as well that people are going to be getting for Christmas, the little things to activate your subscriptions. If anybody needs any help with those, do feel free to get in touch. And the final bit of news, the legendary has been Christmas card is coming on its way soon. Watch this space. We like our Christmas cards here. And that was the news! Um, moving very swiftly on, it's time for 20 seconds on. And this week it's going to be on Bolivia. Okay, so let's get this on. Bolivia is a landlocked country in Central South America and is bordered by Brazil to the northeast, Paraguay uh, and Argentina to the south, and Chile to the southwest, and Peru to the west. Bolivia is a democratic republic and is divided into nine departments um, and is seen as a developing country with a medium human development index score, which basically means that they have a re 20 seconds on. Um, what I was saying about the uh, Human Development Index score, it's basically how they uh, observe people's human rights, so it's, 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 it's much better than it was. Um, things I didn't tell you about, 53% poverty level uh, and a population that's estimated at 10 million, but they don't really have uh, like censuses kind of thing, so it's, it's a little bit of an approximation. But let's get on with the coffee. So the coffee this week is called Bolivia Finca Canton Uanese, and it's grown by Tadatio Mamani. Um, Tadasio, uh, first of all, the surname Mamani is a very famous coffee-growing name um, in uh, Bolivia. They, uh, the family has been known to do great, great things. And Tadasio is no different. It's great to have this coffee back for its second year. Uh, and even better because I got to learn a lot about the farm this summer when I went out to Bolivia. So Canton uh, Uanese is a municipality. Uh, municipal, I'm terrible with that word. Municipality uh, of Carinavi. And lots of farms can be called this. Um, this lot, the reason we put Didasio's name on there is that this lot is all from him, exclusively from it, and all for us. Um, in 2012, when I went to visit, I got to, got to chat with him, got to meet with him, and um, we got talking football. Uh, in the photo from last year, I'll show you on the screen now, Didasio had a Chelsea shirt on. Um, so when we were talking about buying his coffee, I said, Didasio, I don't think I can buy you coffee this year. And he's like, why? I said, well, you know, Chelsea fans, can't be doing with Chelsea fans. I'm going to have to send you a Sunderland shirt. If you wear the Sunderland shirt, then then maybe I'll, I'll, I'll consider buying your amazing coffee. Um, so I'm wearing my Sunderland shirt in honour of him today as well. Um, he, his lot, his farm is two hectares and he's incredibly small. Um, it's got around about 6,000 plants on it. Uh, most of it Katayi with a little bit of Tipica, uh, both red and yellow. 
Um, and he owns another hectare of land which is in between the farm and his house, which is like woodland, uh, like a natural forest kind of part, and then his house, um, where he lives with his wife and two children. Um, he's also bought another plot of land which is fairly near, um, which is... Um, uh, he's going to be planting, and in the next couple of years, we should see coming through live. So that's going to be very exciting. Um, I also got to learn a little bit about the processing. So Tadasio doesn't do his own processing; he takes it to the mill in Karanavi. So at the end of every day, he will get all the coffee cherries in his car and drive it down the mountain to Karanavi, where he will then sell it to the mill, and the mill will do the processing. Um, Tedesio does a slightly different job to what everybody, the majority of people do. And it's actually similar with lots of people we buy from. But he on the farm will get eight to ten people together and will pick through the cherries, making sure it's the ripest, best cherries. And he will sell two lots. So he will sell this, which is his uh, specialty lot that he micro lot, he'll get more money for. And then he sells the rest of it to the mill for just general commodity grade stuff that gets mixed into a big mix of coffees and will get sold to, to the average boy. So he does a little bit extra picking so he can get this little bit of extra price and that brings extra money in for the family and all the rest of it. It's a washed coffee, but it's in the washed style of Bolivia. So uh, the pulping, depulping machine will take the cherry off the seed and I'll show you some pictures of the depulping machine um, of this one. Um, and, and then scrubs the mucilage with these little kind of brushes. Um, I got to see this lot that we're drinking processed while I was there, which was very exciting. So the figures, uh, coffee's called Finca Cantonuanese. The varietal is Cataean Typica. It's a washed, mechanically scrubs, as I've just explained. Altitude of the farm, it's on quite a hill, so it's from 1,250 metres to 1,650 metres. Um, owned by Tadesio Mamani. Nearest village is Karanavi in the North Youngest region. Um, it's grown organically, although we don't have, we, we've let our organic certification lapse because, uh, yeah, it, it didn't seem worth the effort that we didn't have so many organic coffees this year. Um, we may pick that up again in the future, but it, it, this is organically picked, it's just that we're not certified organic to roast. So now I'm going to do the matte bit, and I really hope that I'm able to get this matte bit a bit special. I hope you agree. It's the matte bit. No expense spent, it's the map bit. So here we are, like the way we're going backwards. I've been playing with different ways to leave has-been towers. So here we have Bolivia, you see Brazil to the right, and you've got Chile to the left and Peru, but we're interested in this little cluster that we're going to zoom into now. So here we go down and we can see... David Vilka, and we can see Cantonuanese and Loeza and Ilamani. Um, and what I'm going to kind of, I want to really have a focus on here is Karanavi. So you can see the two little pins I've dropped in there. Let's zoom down. So this is Karanavi. Uh, this is kind of a fairly smallish town, but it's it's one of the bigger places in Bolivia. Now, as the crow flies, I want you to see how far away Cantonuanese is. Now they have to take the cherries every night. So that, that is the entrance where the house is, and the bit below the Cantonuanese is where uh, the, 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 the actual farm is. Um, but if you think about how far that is, and they have to go every day, and they have to wind down the mountain, so it's probably four or five times longer than the crow flies. It's a mammoth task for them to take the harvest down every day, but it's so important for the quality that that's what they do. Anyway, that was the interesting map bit.
I wonder what cleverness that Roland can come up with this week. He is rather a clever chap, isn't he? Roland's Daft Fact of the Week Bolivia has 20,000 families that are dependent on coffee growing. Sounds like a lot, but when you compare it to neighbouring Brazil that has 5 million families that depend on it, sounds like small change. The Bolivian coffee growing is relatively small to the rest of the world's production, but has some of the best quality. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week Ah, oh, Roland's been to university, you know. He's quite clever. It's very interesting fact, Roland. I was very impressed with that one. So, we should do the Wheel of Death. What did we have last week? I cannot remember what we had. Did we have Eva Solo, I think? Eva Solo? By Eva Solo. And this week is going to be replaced with Latte. See? So, Wheel of Death, where it goes, nobody knows and nobody cares. Um... I think that's on Cortado. It is on Cortado. It's rolling round to Cortado. So this week on Wheel of Death, I shall be doing Cortado. Um, I shall whap you on pause. I'm going to go and make tasty delicious drinks on my own this time because I'm on my own. Well, I say I'm on my own. Sarah's here. I've come in at the weekend to record this one. And because Christmas time is so busy, Sarah is downstairs working away like a very good girl. Um, Actually, while on that, before I whap you on pause, just remember that the next couple of weeks, it's fairly crazy for us. And as much as we want to get your orders out in the same time frames we always do, there may be some delays. So do give us a little bit of extra leeway at this super busy time for us. We also, we lost one of our roasters, the roasting machines, not Roland and Gaz are okay, don't worry. But we, we had a fire in um, our 12 kilo roaster on uh, Thursday which means that production, you know, our, our, our ability to roast as much as we normally do is down just because of the, the different machines. So that may have a little bit of a knock-on effect. So just bear with us during this very busy time. Anyway, wipe you on pause. I'm going to go and make tasting delicious drinks, which will be nice because my throat feels like sandpaper. And I will be back in just a moment. Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. So the espresso for me is different to the brood, as in it's much more typical in the espresso. You get a lot of sweetness, like chocolatey sweetness. There's a super clean acidity in there, which I really like. <clears throat> and it's... Um, but it, it's, it, the sweetness is the major thing here. It, it's, but it's a very clean sweetness. Um, I know it's going to change when I get to the brood, but so cortado. Um, a cortado is one part espresso, one part milk. Um, it's typically uh, it's an American drink, I think. It's beginnings, although um, you see it a lot, kind of you know, you see it a lot in London for sure. It's normally served in a glass. It's different to macchiato, as there's a little bit more milk uh, and it's a little less foam. Um, and uh, cortado comes from the word cortar, which is to cut in Spanish. And yeah, that, that's a cortado. I, I quite like these. When that came up, I was quite happy. So yeah, you see, beauty of a cortado is you get all the great bits of the milk, you know, which kind of smooths the edges. You know, you don't always want that powerful espresso, um, but you still taste the espresso. You can still taste coffee. It tastes like coffee. I, I That's very nice. 
Nice breakfast drink, actually. I can imagine that being nice with a pastry or a croissant. I could really eat a pastry or a croissant at the minute. Oh, I'm just going to pop this on the table. Bear with me. You know I don't multitask. Well, so let's pour the coffee. Just made a Kalita wave of this. Although I use the big, the big wave in a small paper because I'm an idiot. Um, but yeah, we survived. What the heck is that? Bit of plastic floating in my uh, in my cup. So uh, the cup has very kindly been sent to me. Uh, I don't know who by. It just turned up in the post. I like Christmas time because stuff like this happens all the time. But whoever sent it, please let me know so I can say thank you to you. Um, it's a beautiful cup. I think it's one of these Greek uh, looky thing. They kind of meant to keep an eye on you or something. I, I, I seem to remember something along the lines of. But yeah, thank you. Okay. So in the brood, what you get, I say, is different to the espresso. Sweetness takes a back seat. It's still there. Don't get me wrong. It's still sweet. But what you do get is you get this really juicy acidity. And it reminds me very much of watermelon. Now, uh, so it's a honeydew, honeydew melon, sorry, the, the yellow melons. Because it's sweet and it's sticky, but it's clean and it's sharp and it's refreshing and it's juicy. You just get lots of juiciness come through. But it kind of changes as it develops. Turns into like for me like grape skins so that kind of you know when you bite a grape and it's really tough and you kind of get that bit of skin part in a really really good way um but i think the biggest thing with it is clean it's super super transparent and very well grown very well picked very well processed delicious bolivian um, and again shows the diversity of this whole region of uh Karanavi. Because no one coffee is the same. They are all completely changing and completely different. Okay, we should we should go on to the Pinboard of Doom. And the Pinboard of Doom this week, um, I forget who sent it now. I'm really bad. I should have I should have researched this one. But uh, talking about the new bags and how thin they were, somebody said that, uh, I'll put the name on with the bag, um, soon you'll be sending us just one, one bean at a time, bean to cup being the appropriate word. So... Um, yeah, I quite like the photoshopped image, so thank you very, very much for that. Um, and yes, it's now time to talk about Descriptor Scale! Descriptor Scale! I really shouldn't shave Descriptor Scale, it hurts. So, this week's Descriptor Scale is by Richard. And it says, best tasting so far has come from brewing the Kalita. Um, um, I really like, oh, sorry, excuse me. I can really taste cocoa powder on the back of my tongue. A bit like cocoa sprinkled over a dark chocolate almond truffle. I like that very much, Richard. Drop me an email um, with your name and address and you can have a descriptor scale uh, badge um, as on the board there. Um, and that was, that was that. And now it's time for the staff clip. So this week's staff clip is a little bit different. Um, Christmas parties are around and, and we had our Christmas party last night, um, which was very good. We all went and had a great time. Um, the, nearly everybody made it, though Liz didn't make it, but everybody else did and it was a really, really good get together. Oh, and Ray didn't either because Ray had his another part. But we've got a couple of do's lined up over the next couple of weeks and I'm sure we'll manage to get them in on. Um, but yes, uh, so I'm rambling a lot I here. So the the Christmas party, but there was one sad person missing, and that was Andy. 
They seek him here, they seek him there. His clothes are loud, but never square. So um, we should talk about the numbers before we wrap up. Coffee's called Bolivia Finca Canton Uanese. Um, it is grown by Tadasio Mamani. Uh, the varietals are Catayi and Tipica. Um, it is a washed coffee, but it is a mechanically washed coffee, so it's a little different. Uh, altitude, 1,250 to 1,650 above sea level from the town of Caranavi in the North Yungas region. And yes, that's it. We're done. So... Uh, thank you very much for joining me as always. Uh, I, um, I hope you're all well. And do remember, life's too short for a spider. Wow. No, life's too short for bad coffee. Come on, spidey. Come on, spidey. <laughs>